Hello and welcome to the 55-1 podcast special World Cup edition. Uh, World Cup! Club of the Mundo! I'm Wes for time. I'm joined by Eric and Rodrigo. How are you guys? Are you, do you have the fever? Do you, are you feeling the World Cup fever? Now that I've got my TV situation uh, taken care of and on, on the, I, I love on the that bunny magic ears. tweet that you had, right? Dude, I, didn't, I had no idea. If listeners, this is for you as well. There is a Telemundo local Twin City station, Channel 25. I freaked out because I assumed that Univision, like they have for the past couple World Cups, had the rights. They do not. Um, Telemundo has it. And so I'm like, so well. Fox, right? Fox does. They're yeah, they're but, bouncing back and forth. But though. like the Peru Denmark game, for example, is on Fox Sports. Exactly. One, so exactly. Yeah. So I'm like, shit. I don't know what I'm gonna do. How am I gonna get these matches? And Luis is like, well, there's 25 Telemundo. I'm like, what? But of course, it doesn't come. You have to, you know, you have to monkey and dance around with the rabbit ears and pull. I had to take it like 10 feet away from the That's TV. That's why you have kids. You know, you make sure one kid's holding it up yep. high and well, then Doralee's holding something yes. else down. Well, it low. takes me back to being a kid in Brazil, like watching it on the farm with like. Hardly any reception, and we're all screaming and yelling at each other, and adding the <laughs> adding the tin foil and whatever to get to get the. I mean, it's great. It's nostalgia. I mean, if a kid gets yeah. electrocuted. It's, yeah, it's, it's the World it's, Cup. It's a, it's a right? rite of passage yeah. you got to give to your. So kids. I'm happy. I'm yeah. yes. I got I got my. TV. By the way, I did not change my Hulu password. Just so I let you know. I'm okay. saying. There you go. Um, all right. So uh, on this podcast, we are talking only about the World Cup. Um, uh, that's that's it. That uh, feels so strange. But I yes. know. I know. Uh, I am going down this weekend uh, to no, Texas. No, 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 World Cup only, right? World Cup only. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm okay. going to watch the World Cup on my parents' couch. Okay, that's awesome. And then also go to a game in Houston, but I won't tell you which game. But All right. Schmina Schmoda Schmushma Schmunited. Schmosha Schmosha. Um all right. So, uh, we're going to I'm going to cut to the break, but first I, I want to just open with this question uh, which is World Cup related. Andy Campbell says, "Are we worried about the World Cup 2026 vote on Wednesday? Do you did you like? Was this on your wow. radar that it's like this Wednesday? Hope yeah, Solo she, is. Yeah, <laughs> she's all over that. The thirteenth, FIFA is going to vote on the 2026 World Cup. It's right. Morocco versus uh, U.S., Mexico, Canada, and the, the um, original El Tri. Yeah, yeah. the uh, NAFTA. Yeah. The NAFTA. So, yes." Yeah. Uh, you should just say NAFTA and then. So, are you? Do you guys? Do you guys care? Are you worried? Are you? Do you have any feelings about it? I, I think overall, I mean, like Hope Solo, you know, brings up some good points in the sense of like, what is the sense of like, do we deserve have, have things changed to to make it equal equal pay and all that other stuff? I think that that's a that's a work in progress that. It's always going to be up discussion, but does I, Morocco I, have equal pay? No, I don't think Morocco does either. I think <laughs> I think there was a Huffington Post. Uh, yeah, yes, written written where like people were saying we should people people should should vote for Morocco because it's the underdog. But at the same time, I'm thinking, well, that doesn't make any sense. You want to be able to no, I mean, you want to be able to to have a place that can host and and fulfill. Uh, all the requirements, well, and it's the, not like all the games are in the United States, right? Yeah. I mean, it's going to be all over between you know, all three. But that Huffington Post article was written by a guy who is a consultant for governor. He's a right, Moroccan he's a PR, who, yeah. who does PR for government. So I, I, I it's was a like, little I didn't get that. I'm like, because the same thing happened in Brazil, right? Brazil got the World Cup, and then go ahead, fill it in. No, I was just going to say, yeah, I, I feel terrible about like essentially the economic terror that happens from from FIFA with all these white elephants and all the money that's invested and goes straight to the governments, national governments and FIFA. 
and people on the ground see nothing and you have empty stadiums, um, it essentially worsens the situation. Local infrastructure goes to hell. Um, the last thing my, my uh, maternal grandfather did, like days before he died, in fact, was he was screaming and yelling, protesting uh, about a week or two before the World Cup started, which was kind of a beautiful thing to, to learn that that's what he did kind of on his way out. Um, so that, that's, you know, that breaks my heart. And I mean, I, I think the thing too, <laughs> distance, man, like everybody complains about even, even just in the continental U.S., like trying to fly from, from West Coast to East Coast is, is so much more than anywhere in Europe and in, even in Latin America. And now you're going to fly from fucking like Vancouver to Mexico City? I mean, come on. That's going to be ridiculous. I mean, for the teams or, or for fans? Well, both. <laughs> I mean, that's most fans I usually mean, that's, just, that's just take a take a city and go to so it. It's so long, though. Yeah, but is it that much different than you know when for Brazil? Yeah, uh, yeah there's. I mean, there's no perfect scenario. No, there is no. And it's FIFA. There will never be a, a perfect yeah, scenario whatsoever. I think. Away. I think, like you were saying, is I think, I think. You follow your team, whichever group is, and where they're playing, right? Yeah. I'm pretty sure they're, they're playing in, in a couple of cities that are that are within, you know, a couple hundred miles of each other. Yeah. You stay within that area, and then if you if your team makes it out of the group out of the group and plays in the Sweet Sweet Sixteen, then you have a financial decision that somehow will make it on, on a Huffington Post that someone decided to put up their whole house to be able to make it. Yeah, yeah. If if U.S. if they do get it or the whatever yeah, we're calling it, NAFTA. A, yeah. Which cities do we know? I mean, Chicago, there's LA, the, New yeah, York. Yeah, there's the kind of short list that, that's yeah, out I'm there. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's just the big um, cities. And Mexico City will get a few, but Monterrey. I probably. think after the after the quarterfinals, it's all in the U.S. I think so. All of the semifinals and the finals are going to be in the U.S. But um, <laughs> just like NAFTA, <laughs> yeah, exactly. screw the other guys. <laughs> uh, so anyway, so. I'm I I don't know. I would love to actually go to the Morocco for a World Cup. So I I do think that but uh getting the World Cup in the in the US would be uh, uh pretty amazing. Although I mostly cuz you don't have to qualify. Yeah, mostly <laughs> imagine yeah. Oh, what happens there too? Three you teams. Yeah, so you'll basically have just a whole tournament for one team to qualify. Yeah. It'll be very weird. That's messed yeah. Up that's too. just straight. That's that's just straight up FIFA, just yeah. like always. So. so let's take a break. We'll come back and we will kick off the 2018 World Cup. We should just have a question where it's like, what is the best World Cup World Cup song? That was '98. I think so, right? I don't think there was. I don't even remember what the '94 was. There's the Shakira one in. Uh, I, I started recording. Oh, uh, there's the South Shakira Africa one, one right? in South Africa. Yep. Yeah, uh, I don't remember any of those songs, but they're all uh, equally. But that's when Ricky Martin was crossing over. So that's when he became big. You know that Pitbull would do it for if for the 2026. Isn't hey, it? Pitbull, isn't it Pitbull Pitbull be in a wheelchair the, by then. I heard Will Smith is doing this one and somebody else. It's always really bad. yeah. Wow, that should be interesting. All right, back on the 55 One podcast. Uh, we are we are now going to talk about the World Cup, and before we go into the groups here and talk about it, uh, I want to go with this question from Sebastian Jadrinko. It's a great name. That is a name. Uh, I, I assume it's a nick. It's a fake name, but um, best group stage matchup excluding Spain Portugal. So, what's going to be the best game of uh, what games are you most excited for in the group stage? Man, any of these pairings in, in Group D. I mean. 
Argentina, Iceland, Croatia, Nigeria. Like, I, pfft, it's so hard to predict that group. So I'd I'd say anything in there, and and I also really look forward to. I'm looking forward to uh, Belgium, England. Okay, where do we go? Well, uh, you already know that Group C is where I'm. Where, yeah. where so I'm you're looking forward to, to the 55-1 Derby? Yes, Denmark, Peru, the Green Line, the Green Line Mash Two. Uh, so let me let me give a plug for that. The 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 uh, the 55-1 Derby uh, is going to be happening. We're opening up the townhouse uh, bar early, so it's not my bar yet. But uh, the owner and I talked, and we're we're going to open it up at 10:30. The game's on at 11. Uh, I'm going to be behind the bar making pisco sours, and then there's going to be a regular bartender serving beer, and uh, yeah, you you can you should come to it. It's going to be weird. We will have, I mean, the TVs are still small, but we've got a projector, so we'll do a big one oh, big projector do, do screen projecting on the main stage. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and so so yeah, it should I, be I mean, lots of fun. I will be driving. Strictly from Blaine after a, yeah. after a third tournament game and just I won't be able to make it. We got we got football show duties. You guys yeah. need to call in yeah. and give yeah. us some live. That's another plug we should probably put yeah. in, right? Minnesota football show is gonna be on 10 a.m. Uh, go to MN Football Show on Twitter and that, there's all the information yeah. there. And then you guys are on with the match as soon as we're done at 11. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, okay. Any other matches that that would what any other contenders for best matchup of? You know I. This is like total, totally outside, and I'm probably no one's ever re- really picking. But I've always been a, a Japan fan. I'm looking forward to, like, uh, Group H, um, especially Senegal, Colombia, Japan. Uh, any of those will be t- teams that I'll be watching. Because I think something out of there is, is going to come as a spoiler. So uh, Germany, Mexico is is the the most exciting match. I'm looking forward to. Uh, Germany are going to be amazing. And <laughs> you just want to see them get them smoked, destroy yeah, Mexico. Will just and I think I think Mexico are legitimately a very good team, and I think that um, that's that's got to be other than Spain Portugal. It's got to be the toughest. It's going to be a set you again seven one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, even though Denmark really did a number on them, it's best friendly. Yeah, yeah. on uh, on Mexico. Yeah, yeah, on Mexico. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think that that's going to be an exciting game. Same with Spain Portugal, obviously. Um, let's uh, let's talk about some of these groups here, and we'll, and we'll talk about who we think uh, has the best chance going through at top, and who you know what the problems are there. Group A, the most boring group, uh, unfortunately: Russia, Saudi Arabia, Uruguay, Egypt. Um, you just call you just call Uruguay boring. That should be fun. Good on him. Yeah. Good on him. Snaps. Good job. Yeah. Uh, Pablo doesn't uh, listen to this. Does anyway. anyone, uh, yeah, does anyone in this room great. picking anything other than Uruguay winning and Egypt getting second? Is that? I mean, unless Putin intervenes and and Russia somehow wins do, up. does what he does, right? That's why I think <laughs> VA, that's why VAR is so important. Yeah. In this. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking Russia is going to do something with VAR and, and have like well, I mean, three or four people. He's a out. judo black belt. He'll just go out there and do a Sergio Ramos on. <laughs> Salah and you're like I see your shoulder there. No, I mean I, I honestly don't see Russia. I mean in their in their friendlies they haven't been. I mean what are they tied one one with Tunisia? Yeah. They uh, I mean listening and that was to, frustrating. Yeah. Li- reading everything about them, listening to, about them, even Russians are uh, just just happy they were it's, nominated. It's, no, it's just the worst. No, they're embarrassed. Like it's the worst team. Yeah, the main possible. forward is out. I mean they don't two, have a lot. They have basically like two. 38-year-old center backs who are basically just, uh, you know, like 
put together with duct tape and yeah. Can we throw like the the Russian hooligan fascists and all the England hooligans out there and just like throw some machetes and call it call that a match? I mean, that probably would be more interesting than the first matchup. The the Russia. What does, isn't Saudi Arabia. doesn't Russia do like? Don't they have like a like a fight club thing? Oh yeah. Like it's a sport. Uh, Saudi Arabia. Uh, do they score any goals or get any points? They score goals. Maybe a okay. penalty. Two, two okay. goals. Uh, group B: Spain, Portugal, Morocco, Iran. Uh, do we think both Spain and Portugal are going through here? I mean, that's Morocco and that's Iran are. Um, you know, Iran. The best team in Asia, um, and so Iran were one of the after Brazil. I think they were the second or third yeah. team to qualify. Yeah, they did not take Stephen Bateshire, which is a big mistake. <laughs> um, so, I, what do we what do we think about this? Is this going to be Spain uh, one, Portugal two? That's what I'm saying. But I mean, we'll get to this about the surprises. But Iran is my dark horse for sure. I think they could mess this whole thing up. Um, whether it's by goal differential or just just barely sneaking in with ties and things like that, but I in in my dream scenario, yes, I have I have Iran advancing. I would love so I would say Portugal would be the one that would that would probably blow it. But they're just they play ugly, just grinding football, and they do really well at tournaments, just wearing down opponents. Uh, I don't know about such well in tournaments. The last couple. Of- well, big tournaments haven't. I'm sorry, they, they just, won the Euro. They just won no, the Euro. no, no. But I'm saying like <laughs> World Cup wise, you know, who's who this Euro? guy? <laughs> okay, so I, I honestly don't really care about so Group B because it has it has the in, has the invaders and the conquistadors. I don't really care about that group. My choice right. has always been, I always wanted to be able to go ahead with Iran. I think they they will they have the chance they have the chance to really mess things up, yep. and I hope they do it against Spain. They have but, the sexiest team as well. They have beautiful, beautiful men on that team. Like yeah. they're all <laughs> Cristiano Ronaldo looking dudes. Uh, I I think why I'm saying Iran gets number two and the Spain gets number one is that that Spain Portugal matchup first. I think Spain beats Portugal and then Portugal are just chasing these other games and I think that demoralized Iran beats Morocco and then they and can then just, it's goal differential just, yeah, is that what you're they, thinking then yeah. they can just hold it out. Um, so I, I I just kind of suspect that uh, that that could be I know um, I would love it um, yeah. And in Morocco, I, I also don't think are pushovers in this group. I don't think they're good enough to get out of the group, but I think they're good enough to play spoilers. And I think there's a, a decent amount of those teams out there. You know, we'll talk about uh, Tunisia so do you, again. Do you, yeah. um, we do you were, see Morocco scoring goals or getting points? I don't know enough about the team. I, I think from a we were talking about this off off the air or off recording, I should say. Just uh, Spain, Portugal, Morocco. The the history of so many centuries of. Of cultural exchanges between the Iberian Peninsula and the Maghreb, there it's like yeah. it's interesting that they all landed in the same group. I mean, that's a large percentage of my bloodline are those three countries. <laughs> um, group C. Speaking of uh, percentage of our, our bud- yeah, bloodlines, you guys. <laughs> I'm fr- French and, and Danish, and among thirty other things. But um, then we've got the Peruvian here. No Australians represented here, but. Um, France, Denmark, Peru, Australia. Um, I, do I, any of us? <coughs> France. I don't know. You, you tell me. I, you... I, I think this is a fun group. I think France has a lot of talent. Um, I think they should be the favorites to make it out of the group. But my main concern with France is right now they haven't figured out the system that works for them to play in. Um, they have so many pieces. 
that 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 work in certain formations. So it'd be really interesting to be able to see how how they how they how they how they challenge this. Like for example, if a Denmark, who uh, who who knows when to attack and, and when to do that, um, and when to defend, uh, if 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 they frustrate a France that way. What are we gonna see? I really, I really see. You know, I, for me, uh, it's a toss-up between France, Peru, and Denmark, and uh, those three. I think either or it could be tight. It'd be it'd be really tight to be able to see. And I think whoever is willing to play um, France with a really good counterattack um, is probably the one that would be most successful on that. France looks so good on paper, so good. Uh, but just to see, like you said, the last couple matches, especially the last one against the United States, they made just some boneheaded big mistakes and man who knows i i, I think guerrero is looking at uh, hugo loris yeah and just like it you know doing the cartoon he's turning into a steak pretty thing. much pretty much yeah and i mean that you know I, I think i tweeted something about the that could be the demoralizing tie to them i just mess with them a little bit i mean yeah. so the united states in a way could play the spoiler yeah. <laughs> we played a part in the world cup uh, I, I think so. Let me ask you this question. I should ask you at the top. Uh, I, I want to know um, the biggest potential for the potential for biggest flop and the potential for biggest surprise. Because it sounds like we're saying France could be the the biggest biggest flop. Or do you think that they're the most likely to be a, a big flop and drop out at the group stage or something? Mm. Or? Well, I, mean, I gave my I, surprise. Iran is. I'm sticking with yeah. my, my surprise. Okay. Oh, oh, oh uh, no! For biggest flop or biggest surprise? Surprise. Biggest surprise. surprise. So, oh, surprise. Okay. Who's your biggest surprise? You want to go? Um, I think. I think my biggest surprise is probably is probably going to be England, okay. just because I think um, not be, out of the group. I think I think they have a really good shot of of getting past the 16. I think depending on on the way it is, and then. To me, it's always important how like these uh, these friendlies up to the World Cup are are functioning as in team chemistry, right? Uh, England has a really young side; they have a lot of energy, right? And in these last couple of friendlies, they've been really working together as a team. And when one of them doesn't really, you know, there isn't one like there there are many stars in that team, but they all seem to be like they're all willing to pull their own weight. I think sometimes team chemistry can get you past a lot of these. Uh, big matches that you play against. So, how about U.S.? I think uh, my biggest surprise is Tunisia. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll talk about them. Interesting. We'll Go talk for about it. Group G, but um, I think that they're gonna. Weirdly, I just think that they could win that group. I think that Belgium and England could like uh, really struggle to break down Panama and just get nil-nil draws. Or really draw with Panama. That's a big. I think that's that, bold. I like um, it. Umar be happy about that. I yeah, I just I I don't know. That that's just like. My but I also, flops, uh, and then yeah. So flops. I will say uh, Argentina probably have the biggest chance of flops. That was and, mine as well. You know, uh, I, I don't know. Where I mean, what were Colmebol guys? They they were hot garbage in qualification, and now Sampaoli's like dodging a sex scandal right now. So it's like I think that's the coach, by the way. Um, I mean, distractions, Argen- Ar- lots of distractions. You know, Argentina is is is, is like you say, it's really good on paper, but you know, honestly, you know how how much. More can you rely on Messi to be able to pull you out of things? And I'm not a I'm not a Messi apologist or a Messi. I think he's a great player, but at the same time, Di Maria and all these other key players around there they need to step up. And if they don't do it, that it should this this if if Argentina does not make it out of the group stage, 
it should not be Messi's fault. It should be everyone else who's supposed sure. to be out helping him out. So I agree with that. Um, so let's let's just finish then on Group C. Uh, I have Denmark going through as number two. I, ha- I do think France will win, and that's largely because they start against Australia. They'll get a good win there, and that will. I think that they'll take time to get running this this. Uh, World Cup, but if they started against Peru or Denmark, then I don't think they get out of the group. But mm. I, I think they will. And who knows? And, Maybe the Aussies will play spoiler. Who and, knows? Yeah, and I, I think that um, Denmark get get through just because I think that just Peru. Then I think f- play France second, and it's I think it's just a tougher tougher road for them. So I think Denmark and Peru are are similar in 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 style of of play, and I think those are the two teams that are. That would really be able to frustrate fans out of anything, right? Mm-hmm. Christian Eriksen, can, he's he's been on point whenever he shoots. Yes, um, and so and and they can decide when to go up, when to change their shape, mm-hmm. when to be defensive, when to go on a counterattack. Peru's midfield is so great on a counter and so fast on it that if they if, if they are able to to counter uh, off, off one of the defensive, take the ball over. And, and give the ball to Guerrero or Farfan or whoever else, or, you know, Cuevas or who or or anyone else who's going up. It it it, it really could be a, a game changer. So I think between those two, it it is it is really close. Uh, but I I would not be surprised if Peru or Denmark either yeah. beat France or um, yeah. you know embarrassed. I'm happy with all three. I've got France and and Peru, but I'd be happy with Denmark and Peru also. Good, thanks. Uh, group D is uh, Argentina, Iceland, Croatia, Nigeria. This is uh, one of these groups. This and Group H, I think, are the toughest groups to pick mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you know we we Argentina are are obviously the best team out of this. You know, or the 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 have the highest ceiling, but we've also seen Argentina just flat out crap their pants yeah. on the big stage and. Uh, I honestly think Croatia is going to mess everybody up. I think I think they win the group, and with luck, Argentina maybe get through. But you know, I would love to see Nigeria and Iceland make it as well. But my my head says Croatia and Argentina one and two. I mean, anyone with a fast counter, Nigeria, a lot of the African countries, their counter attacks and their speed on that ball is just amazing right it's something that people don't really you can't really yeah. plan for speed and you can't saw, plan for and speed we saw so. the argentina team get absolutely destroyed against spain because they right. were playing such a high There's, line yeah mm-hmm. i imagine uh, sao Poli is uh, Pauli is has uh learned a lesson from that but maybe he yeah. hasn't i mean they play uh, iceland first so that and, game's gonna say right. a lot and i could <laughs> see iceland grinding this out to a draw yeah uh, you know, in Croatia getting a win against Nigeria and Croatia getting uh, getting a roll through. I have Argentina winning this group, but now that I'm talking about it, I no longer feel that. But I have Argentina, <laughs> Croatia. Yeah, I mean, I, I I mean, I'm a Comebol guy, so I'm 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 rooting for Argentina, and um and that that pains me, right? Because uh, us Comebol guys t- don't usually root for Argentina. Um, just because of the history and just the main, the, just history. Check it the pass. Yeah, no. So, so, uh, but when it comes to World Cup, you know, we we, we try to cheer for our own, for our own confederations. So, I love yeah. Nigeria. Um, they're the strongest African side. I really hope an African side strongest, gets through. Uh, strongest kits. <laughs> the strongest kits as well. Um, so I mean, I, if they could pull it off, I would love to see them move as well. Um, group E uh, is the. Uh, Eric Silva Brenneman uh, Derby, <laughs> Brazil and Switzerland. Uh, your, your mother and father. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and then Costa Rica and Serbia. 
this, you know, Brazil are coming into this uh, really fired up. They're mad. They're, there's, you know, they're playing with fire. They're playing with anger. They want vengeance. I mean, it, it every, the last cup is still on their mind. It was such a national disgrace. And, and they've been letting that show on all the qualifications and all the warm-ups. They're just steamrolling everybody. And, and they're playing with that anger. And I think my thing is, I just hope it can be sustained. But if they can sustain that and channel that all the way to the 16th of July, nobody's going to stop them. Tell, me, it, tell them about the, uh, the 7-1 story. Oh, <laughs> we talked about that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Set you seven, seven to one because it was such a, a disgrace, as I mentioned. Uh, it's actually slang now in, in Brazilian Portuguese. If you have like a really shitty day, <laughs> you say foi um set you It was a seven one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've had those days. Yeah. Uh, yeah no. I, I think Brazil has, um, I think this, this squad uh, on paper is looks really, really good. I think, I think, um, I think William, I think, oh, geez, there's just so many. And, and Neymar is just getting healthy again. They don't even need him, not for this group yeah, stage. Yeah, I know, exactly. Super right? sub. I think, I think super sub, like you were saying earlier, I think that's, that's, a, that, that's a great position for him yep. to have. If, you're, if, you're, if you really need a change of pace player, Neymar is that change of pace. And then they can start him in, in the knockouts and whatever, but don't, why risk it? I got Switzerland still getting out of this at two, I think. I just, man, it'd be fun to see Costa Rica go, but I don't know. Cabo's gonna let at least ten goals go by. Uh, they did. They lost four one today, or what Belgium, were, yeah, four to one to Belgium. Uh, I have Costa Rica going second, but Switzerland are really good. And the the thing about Switzerland is, for some reason, I think not just in my own mind, but in many people's minds, there is like a uh, a stereotype about Switzerland soccer that it is kind of a stodgy, boring, you know, defensive uh, play. But they're not that way anymore. They haven't been for a little while, and they—I think that they're together enough. Serbia as well. I know nothing are really about really good, except their alcohol. Um, <laughs> yeah, you were just researching them. We were all their drinks. That's that's what the World Cup gets you. Like, oh, I should research. Yeah. You know, like when Slovenia were in. Yeah. Uh, a while back, they have um, they have a plum based one that looks delicious. Uh, so I, I think. Actually, now that I think about it, Costa Rica are probably going to get fourth, and Switzerland and Serbia will be fighting. Switzerland for two, are but... a great tournament team too. Whether yeah. it's the World Cup or the Euro, they just—they're kind of like Portugal in that way, where they just grind. Yeah, I mean, I think you know, as much as I I, I love cheering for Ticos, I don't think this is their World Cup to do what they did last time, even though they made it to a quarter quarterfinal set. But I just. I don't see. I just don't see the the chemistry, you know, like as much as you. And that today was rough. And that and that and and I just don't know if if uh, if if a three back line in a World Cup really is the way to go on that. But I mean, I don't. I mean, they got they got destroyed today, and it was it was. The funny it, thing it, was it, they it, scored first too, and then just took their foot. Yeah, off and the that gas. first goal was yeah, first goal was beautiful goal. But that after that, it was all just all within that box, just crosses into the box that they couldn't get their foot on. Right. Um, so you have you have who getting through there, Rodrigo? Um, so we all have Brazil see. top, and then yeah, it's Brazil. Just... And I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go for Switzerland. Okay. Uh, Group F: Germany, Mexico, Sweden, South Korea. Um, I would say one of the toughest groups. Uh, would just be your, your your group of death then? Yeah, I guess this, and I think Group B is pretty is pretty deathish, deathly. <laughs> uh, um, oh, you know, Germany. I think I have Germany to to win the the tournament. 
Um, I think that they are, um, it's them, Spain, and Brazil who are the best players and work together as teams. You know, those are the three to me that, that are the best. But There's I, never been a, a repeat, I don't think. Oh, no. Now, Brazil did it once, right? Six, of, of the final? Six, oh, oh, two, two yeah. tournaments in a row? I don't, yeah. I don't think, think there has 70. been. 70. No. no, I don't think there has. There has. They, they split it up. So, yeah. um, uh, Germany and Mexico, is the, as I mentioned, the first matchup. Uh, I think a lot of people were uh, underselling how good Mexico are uh, when I was listening to it. Maybe not American, European pundits that I was reading and listening to. Um, but I still view them as getting no points. <laughs> I, yeah. Uh, I, but because, you know, I think Germany gets nine points out of this. And then Sweden and South Korea also can be surprising. Awesome. But uh, South Korea aren't as good as kind of uh, in, in years past, but they've got, um, they've got Sonny from, uh, from Tottenham. And so I have South Korea getting second. I like Sweden as number two. Yeah, I, I was, I was going to say Sweden's aerial attack is pretty is a pretty good one yep. and so and, and they're working pretty well in set pieces i mean i i think germany and mexico are, are my picks to move on but i i wouldn't be surprised if sweden if sweden comes in here and just messes everything up for somebody yeah um yeah sweden i mean we're far better than you know they they knocked out italy to yes. get into the world cup yes, so they're they not um uh, Maybe people are taking them more seriously because of that, but they are. Uh, I think usually uh, the the Scandinavian teams are, are pretty kind of uh, downplayed coming into a tournament like this. Um, but I, you know, I would not also be surprised to see Mexico r- really turn it on. Um, they did have a good uh, prostitute party before <laughs> they left for town, which is uh, always always good to get your before your World Cup get your prostitute party scandal uh, in. So congratulations, Mexico, and uh, it was DeSantis bro- brothers again. Uh, um, yeah. Group Group G: Belgium, Panama, Tunisia, uh, England. Um, Panama. Do they get any points? Panama are not even as good as do Panama. They, do they score? Obviously, uh, no. Yeah, I think that. I think that zero points, which is just brutal. Zero I, mean, I think they could get a zero-zero draw, though. That's that's what I think. I think that um, they could even, especially England and Belgium, both are teams that I could see. Both of them are very prone to crapping out, you mm. know. Just and so I actually have Tunisia winning this group. I love really that. and England getting second because I think that Belgium and England have really high chances of uh, screwing up, and Tunisia again, or they've got um, just enough firepower, and uh, you know, and. Hold their they played well, well as a team, so and most of their guys play in France, probably. I'm guessing, huh? I, man, I, I've got Belgium one, England two, but uh, I the idea of Tunisia being able to get, to get through is very exciting to me. Um, the English team look really good. Ben and I were talking about this, I watched the highlights of the last couple games, and they're playing, they're playing with some uh, with some Fogel too. I've been impressed. So in Rodrigo, you have oh, I have Belgium know. and England. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, I mean, out of those, I mean, I don't think I, I think Panama's whole dream was just to make it to a World Cup, yeah. and they achieved that in in dramatic telenovela fashion. Right. Which you know, my best to them, and hopefully they someone from Panama gets outside get a, of the MLS, get a point. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Group H, last group: Poland, Senegal, Colombia, Japan. 
in my opinion, probably the worst group in terms of, well, group A. But in terms of all of these teams are about the same and they're all kind of B-level teams. Um, Colombia obviously did very well four years ago, but they are not the Colombia that they were four years ago. They do have Falcao, who you know, did not get to go uh, four years ago. That's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. Um, we've got James Rodriguez. They've got some uh, good pieces there. Um, uh, yeah, last World Cup, it was James's World Cup. So who knows who knows who will be this and, year? And so. po- Poland, you know, didn't have a really tough Euro qualifying group, but they did have Denmark, and they, they, beat out they Denmark. were on top of Denmark. Yep. So. Uh, Japan again, you know. Japan. All these teams are like basically just. Uh, so this is the most even group you're saying. Yeah, and so I, I, it's really hard for me to pick. I pick Colombia and Japan in that order, but I've got Colombia and Poland. But yeah, you know, I got Colombia and Japan. I would love to see you either of those. Senegal. I want their. I want their kit. <laughs> but so, I think. I think. So I, cool. I think these these groups where like everyone's pretty par are probably the games that I will enjoy mostly watching. Because yeah. they are trying to You've play. Got no skin in. Yeah, they, 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 they really want to play to be able to make it out. And having teams that are at equal levels makes the competition even better. That's true. So, like, you know. And so I, I, I'm really looking forward to. I've been a Japan fan for a while. Um, and so uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to see what they're willing to do this World Cup. So I'd say, um, it, it, yeah, anytime where there is legitimate possibility of big teams. Um, not just kind of flopping, but getting you know getting pegged down. Um, this this year, I think you know the fact that Group F is such a tough group and Germany's in it. The fact that um, you know Brazil's group is not the toughest, but uh, there could be some problems in there. Argentina, uh, I, you know, we can we all talked about not being able to make out. Maybe um, those do it does make for for the kind of more exciting soccer. I mean, yeah. but we do. I also think there there always needs to be a, a preface before um, the World Cup that we all need to remember that the World Cup is kind of boring at times. Uh, you know, these teams have three teams in the group and they need to not make any mistakes. And so, you know, I, I can I can see, especially with something like that Russia Saudi Arabia game, being just don't make a mistake. You know, don't don't get killed by the FSB or something like that. If you give up, an <laughs> don't go, don't get killed by the VAR. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, so uh, th- then let's take a break. We've got some questions. We'll come back and talk about the knockout stages. Back on the fifty five one podcast, I'm Wes. I'm here with Rodrigo and Eric. And uh, let me let me throw this question to you guys um, from Steve Nelson. Uh, I know his time at the top was short, but in my opinion, peak Ronaldinho was the most exciting player of all time. The Barry Sanders of soccer. Who would you pick? And let's specifically World Cup, uh, World Cup only for that. Who who's the most exciting World Cup player? Mm. That's a good choice. I'm just really mad at him now because he's supporting a fascist candidate in Brazil, and he's he's kind of lost That's, his marbles. Why do you have We've to just, bring just, politics just into that? Remember, no, I mean, just he, remember, remember his, <laughs> uh, his his remember the good old days, man. The good old days. No, he was spectacular. No, Ronaldinho is is a, is a great player, one of the top players that I've seen in life. But I got to see Diego Armando Maradona play, and so I think I that, that to me, you know. 
when is there a Ronaldinho move? Is what now? Is there a Ronaldinho move? Oh, a move like named after? Yeah, they're probably. I'm trying to think. I don't think so. He kind of just dominated all the. Yeah, I mean, he, he, he yeah, but I mean, the, the, there's there there's the Maradona, right? Yeah. Everybody knows what the Maradona is, you know, besides the hand of God. But I think that's what everybody knows. <laughs> everybody knows the hand of God, you know, and so I think, to me, um, to me, it it, it, it Ronaldinho is is it close, but I think for my era, mm-hmm. um, it'd have to be uh, Diego Armando Maradona. I I literally I literally like did not cry, but I was extremely upset in that. 94 World Cup when he scored that goal and he ran into the camera and he screamed out into the camera and then I said, crap, he's on drugs. And then later, later like two games later, he got tested he positive out. and he got kicked out. Mm, yeah. That's, was a good pick. I, I think for me, just thinking off the top of my head, uh, when I was young, I, I got, I was in, actually I was in Brazil in 94 and 02 and 2006 for a lot of these World Cups. But 94, I was still, you know, I was a young teen and it was my second World Cup, and I mean that Celeste just made a huge impression on me, and and uh, Romario, I was gonna say Romario, Romario just like though, yeah. was life changing to to watch him work, and I mean he he really didn't do anything like miraculous, but he just did his job as a striker, which you don't see that often, which is simply that every single time the ball landed at his foot, he put it in the goal. You know what I'm saying? He that's. That's what he did, and it was just so fun to watch because as soon as he got the body, like goal, boom, and there it was. And Romario, um, Matt Doyle. Uh, wait, wait, what for you? I don't, I don't know if I have a particular one. I don't know. Most exciting? No, I don't have one. Uh, Matt Doyle says, which MLS-based player do you think will have the best cup performance? Uh, I love these questions. Um, I, I have a list in front of you, gentlemen, that you can read from. It goes into the next page as well. Uh, my my vote here is probably for Carlos Vela. You know mm. um, that was my vote too. But uh, he he's also I've said this before on the podcast. The one player on the Mexican national team who I love. I think he's really great. I love watching him play, um, and I think that he also can do magical stuff. Um, I think Vela for me for sure. But I also wouldn't be surprised if uh, Yoshi. Yoshima Yotun Yotun uh, has a as a as a good World Cup and impresses people because he's been he's been doing pretty well in the MLS for just for, for at least for as Peruvians put it to, you know so I'm gonna pick the Swede just that I think they'll probably out of all these teams they're the one that I think is probably gonna advance so Gustav Svensson for Seattle yeah um, so I want to I want to talk about uh, briefly. I, I put this up on Twitter, but it was my I went game by game and made predictions, and then tried to figure out you know not thinking like which team will be the best in the group, but which team will go. And so and then once I got to the end of it, I realized I had gone into some crazy fever dream. So let me just read you off the crazy results. Um, in Group B, I had Spain and Iran. Okay, actually that's not crazy. I had Group C, Peru and Denmark in that order. Uh, in group uh, F, uh, yeah, I had, well, I, that's how I predicted it, actually. I had uh, Belgium and England drawing all of their games <laughs> and Tunisia <laughs> winning the group. And then... You uh, give Panama a point? Wow. Yeah, M- Mexico winning no points, no games. So I just, like, some, I went into... Some once wild I, once I looked at juju. what I had, like, predicted, I was like... Hold on, did you say... You didn't mention this. Germany and South Korea going, too. Yeah, well, actually, that is that is what I, I predicted in my regular predictions, too. You are the witch, but so anyway. if anyone has any power, yeah, that's yeah, you. Yeah, it's me. Anyway, I just thought that was really funny. I just was like, oh, man. 
Yeah, I started doing the ESPN one, and I was just like putting in no the FIFA one, and I was just putting in scores, and I started realizing my scores are like really interesting. Like I had like, like you know, a lot of ties, and then and then like blowouts where there shouldn't be blowouts. Just I don't know. I mean, the beauty about the World Cup is that everything's up for grabs, right? right? Everything's up for grabs. Whichever team has the best chemistry and best. Best plan of uh, of attack or best plan of just strategy. It, it, it could 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 really go far. What's so. going to be the biggest blowout of, of the turn? The what game? Ooh, what matchup? Do you think blowout? Um, and oh, I'll, I'll, I'll start by. But I mean, Uruguay versus Saudi Arabia. It could be anything. It could be anything in that could be, group. Could a. be four four <laughs> nothing. Uh, you know, I mean, if Uruguay doesn't score three goals in any of these games, I'm seriously. At, I'm sure the Celeste. There will be less Celestes being named uh, after this World Cup. You, I don't know if you ever caught, but there's a promotional video in Uruguay where, like, the last time they they were in the World Cup, uh, a lot of a lot of girls were named Celeste after the World Cup, right? Oh, really? And so they have like this this they have this and and Pablo from Minnesota uh, Football Show Latino Rock had this video where like promotional video where like all these girls all these all, all these Uruguayan girls are playing playing soccer. And they're all like, and my, and, and my name is Celeste, and my name is Celeste, which is a nickname for the for for the, the Uruguayan team. Yeah. And all of a sudden, the the Uruguayan team shows up, and they're like, in this World Cup, our, our goal is to be able to do that again. So make sure that there's more <laughs> babies conceived the name Celeste. Yeah. So oh, yeah, I mean, just, yeah, yeah, group. I think Group A is key for that. It could it, honestly, it could be Egypt too. Egypt could just go bananas on Russia or Saudi Arabia too, especially if Salah like gets in his groove. Uh, I don't see why he wouldn't. So. Australia, we forgot to mention Tim Cahill will be with the team. Seventy-year-old Tim Cahill <laughs> will score. He'll score the uh, the um, cane of God. He'll have to use his his walking cane to score it. Um, uh, you know, I I want to talk about the the you know knockout stages, uh, and, and maybe we'll we'll um, just talk through. We don't have to walk through all the all of our brackets, but uh, what do you think? Who who's going to be the surprise going furthest then in the the knockouts? And then let's talk about the 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 final matchup that you, that you see. Surprise! Because for me, it's uh, Japan. The way I, I have it, I see it going is that Japan will end up against Tunisia, maybe against England if you think England's <laughs> going to win that group. And I think that. Japan, you know, in in that scenario, whoever is in that scenario could uh, could get further because the the Belgium and England, even if you think those guys are getting out, it's going to be a little bit. I think that they could just fall apart. Then. I've got uh, I've got Croatia in the quarterfinals against okay. Spain, so that's probably my biggest surprise. I would say. Um, Rodrigo, do you have any? Uh, uh, potential <clears throat> Try not surprise? to hack along here for England. Okay, all right, you go cough in the other direction uh i have france and germany as the final with uh you know basically my it's hard for me to imagine the semifinals uh not being uh extremely predictable of france versus brazil spain versus germany and then it being a france germany final uh eric what similar just just different results yeah (laughs) i i mean i'm a bit of a fifa uh conspiracy guy so I think after the set, you FIFA already wrote the script, and I mean the narrative is already there for the revenge and the and you still and getting love soccer back. even though ah, you think it's you know, all rigged. That's right, exactly. So I, I mean, it's a Brazil Germany rematch. 
Vingança and Brazil takes it for the second time in a final against Germany. Um, I've got France and Spain in there as well for the the third place. Yeah. Uh, the now that you're back, I'm not from... feeling as confident about France though right now. So that could, that, yeah, could, that could I, change. I uh, yeah, yeah. But I I think that France is a team that will if they can survive the group stage, then they will they'll they'll start to get a rhythm. Uh, they, they have the team to make the adjustments though. I mean yeah. that that whole team stacked. Yeah. That's yeah. like you know having an all-star NBA team on your roster, right? And then all of a sudden you're just trying to plug yeah. in players to see how that works. I mean, if they're the team that doesn't figure it out, then they deserve not to be yeah. move on. I think for me, I liked um, Brazil and um, Germany, just because I I think those are the the strongest two, at least at the moment that I that I've seen. Um, you know, I would love to see. Peru make it out of the group of the 16, and it's possible. But uh, right now, I think a lot of us are just content and happy that we are willing to be competitive in a World Cup after 36 years. Yeah, so. man. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I have, I, I mean, the way I have it is that Denmark go up against uh, Argentina in the in, in the first uh, group stage or first knockout stage, and Denmark winning. And I think that likewise, if Peru can get that second spot and go up against Argentina. Argentina are kind of ripe uh, to, well, be, well, Peru to, played to be kind of just upset. Peru played them 0-0 on the, on the qualifiers. And when they, when they, when it was a game that they needed to be able to get a result out of it, I think uh, Gareca has figured out a system that frustrates Argentina. And frustrates a lot of groups in that matter. I mean, the way that he plays um, the system, I think it's, it's, it's that. I think either Denmark or Peru have that kind of similar style of playing that they can do that and so which out of those two makes it out of the out of the group has a really good shot to be able to to really make some some noise in this tournament i wanted to mention two things number one pablo's big bold prediction is that germany do not get out of their group oh pablo's uh, minnesota football Uruguayan show. friend yep. who uh believes that uruguay will win every game and so the, seven to zero also related i have uruguay and portugal in the oitavas in the first knockout and Assuming that in most of my scenarios that actually does happen, there's going to be at least three red cards in that match. I can just see that being an absolute ugly bloodbath. Suarez is going to like rip somebody's neck off, and Pepe is going to like step on like at least two people's nuts. I mean, it's just going to be it's going to be ridiculous. <laughs> you know, the the thing is about the Come Bowl is whenever you play Paraguay or Uruguay, you know you're going into a very physical matchup. So if none of these European teams can take a punch, then these other oh, teams. Oh, but Portugal will go. is all grime, man. Like they are, they are the most Colmeboli grimest team. I don't there. know. They're, it's you just know, nasty. I, I, yeah, I, but who's nasty, Uruguay or them? They both yeah? are. That's I don't what think I'm saying. So. I'm thinking Uruguay. I think in Uruguay, if those two, those two meet up, it's gonna be. A, I think Uruguay is, is, is something that that, that that happens. I mean. I mean, I will. I will go watch with Pablo wherever he is, <laughs> just because I will. Not the I, nomad. Cheering, cheering against, yeah. Um, so uh, that's that's a. I don't know who Rodrigo. Did you say who you thought was going to win and who's the final was going to be? He oh, Germany, um, Brazil. Germany, Brazil. Brazil. I, I want. I really want Brazil to okay. win this. Hit. So I'm, I'm a come ball guy. So I have to okay, stick with my. Um, so that's it. That's our. That we now have have made bold predictions. Basically, basically, wait, wait. Do we do we, do we make do we make predictions and and best players? At all? Are we you doing that? Yeah. Golden boot. Who wins well, golden boot? Golden boot. All right, Eric. Golden oh, boot. Oh, me? Oh, yeah. Um, I think Gabriel Jesus is going to tear it up. Man, 
I, I, yeah, I have to agree. I think Gabriel Jesus is just one of the. He's so much fun to yeah, watch. He is. Yeah. I'm gonna go uh, Timo Warner, the uh, German German striker. Yeah. Uh, just because I think Germany will go, will be there, and he'll he'll just put some away. Um, yeah. So we are going to like we're not going to do everyday podcasts uh, because that's just life is just too crazy for that. Um, but I think we'll do probably a couple a week, especially on the weekend. Uh, hopefully you and I can do a, a post, uh, you might have to go coach again, but we'll try to get a, a, a recap of the, the, the 55 one Derby. Um, and you know, if you guys, if people want to come out to the townhouse, uh, yes, please do come out 10 30, uh, it'll open up the games on at 11. Um, and I will be there. It'll be fun, uh, and weird, you know? Um, and I think it'll be, it'll be fun to kind of. Uh, see the space and start to like imagine uh, being able to watch plus, soccer there with bigger TVs and stuff. Pisco sours and, and, pisco sours, and yeah. plus and plus whatever whatever West Coast Chilicanos. I guess that's what he what he refers to them as. But they're Chilicanos. Tune we'll into try the, to go ahead. spelled it with an I, guys. Nice. I'm so sorry. Yes, the Minnesota football be. show too. We'll yep. be we'll be keeping this going. You will have to deal with Pablo and Ben's BS, but. It'll, yeah. be, it'll be worth it. It'll, yeah. be, it'll be fun. Yeah, so we have banter between the Uruguayan and the and and the, and Eng- and the English. English. Yeah. And if you know, if other people, I'm going to be going out a bunch to to watch places, and I'm uh, always kind of looking for places to watch. Um, I don't like going to the local and Brits, and so if there's places, uh, hit hit me up on on Twitter or something. Oh, and, what about that? Um, your friend who was doing that? Uh, that. Uh, is it a Minneapolis show? The uh, uh, I saw advertising for it. The uh, Minneapolis. Oh, like, at oh, the end of the month. The street, uh, yes, the street show. Yeah. I'll 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 plug that kind of. Ah, okay, when yeah, because I heard I heard yeah. about that too. And I said, yeah, June thirtieth. Like uh, that'll be in Northeast. Who um, knows? We'll have showings maybe at the Pereira's house or maybe <laughs> my house. I mean, who knows? Yeah. Yeah. all three of you guys are within like a three blocks of each yeah, other. Yeah, we'll so take we anywhere in, in run around at halftime. But anyway, thanks for listening, and and we will see you enjoy the World Cup, everyone. Except for the